Hello, I'm Janie and you are listening to my podcast, Suddenly Solo. It's a podcast all about the inner journey, the discovery, the reconnection with myself that came about once I began my journey as a solo parent. Uh, Thank you for joining me. If you would like to connect, I always would love to chat. My Insta handle is at magicandmedicine underscore. So please don't be a stranger. Feel free to connect. And if you hear noises in the background, it's probably my dogs. Enjoy the episode. Hello, I am back at it, back trying to record weekly. So to catch up, I know I only released a podcast like three days ago, but here's my next one for this week so that we're all caught up and up to date. Um, I hope your week has been going well. Um, It's the weekend today. I am just going to be relaxing, chilling out having some downtime. I've had some really good ideas come to me today. Uh, I want to start recording some more meditations because a lot of people have said that you find my voice calming and soothing and what a compliment. Um, It's funny because when you hear your own voice back, I think it's probably natural instinct to like criticize everything that you hear. So... I don't hear the soothing, calming aspect of my voice. And I really thank you for reflecting back to me um, that you do find it soothing. So I want to, you know, give you guys that enjoy listening to me a little bit of a gift and record some, some meditations to help you get into your calm zone. So that will be coming at you some stage like some as soon as I figure out how to do it all and how to pop audio files onto my website I will let you know today I wanted to talk about the idea of softening of allowing that softness into your life especially for those of us who have experienced and who hasn't really some level of pain And that pain naturally makes you want to close up, to form an armor, to protect yourself from future pain. Um, And I wanted to talk about the idea of, what is that saying? Like, your pain is the cracks that the light comes in, so that your healing is actually comes through and is facilitated by the very pain or the very trauma that you experience. And I really love that idea. Um, and I, I have to say in my experience, it has been true. Like the thing that I resisted so much, I knew in my life things needed to change, but I didn't want to let go of the the knowing, the safety, the routine. I didn't want to let go of the loved one, the beloved. Um, but I knew something had to change, but I wasn't willing to, I wasn't willing to feel the pain. Um, and I resisted it and of course ended up in depression. <laughs> um, and slowly had to pull myself out of that. And in the end, you know, that trauma 
was my greatest gift because it woke me up to myself. It made me have to have a good, long, hard look at myself. Made me had to acknowledge the areas I wasn't doing so great. You know, where I was allowing bitterness to creep in, where I was allowing resentment. Um, and it's made me a better person. Like, I feel like I'll be a... I know I'm a better person. I'm a better version of me now, thanks to the pain I went through. And I feel like if down the track I find someone that I want to be romantically involved with, I'll also be like a better partner because I'm more aware now of where I possibly project. Um, I'm more aware of the self-deprivating stories I tell myself. I am more aware of my insecurities and just how other people, you know, not to take everything so personally because when you get into an argument with somebody, if they make a snide remark, if they're not paying you attention, you can make that mean so many things about yourself when really it's got nothing to do with you and everything to do with the other person. When someone comes down on you, starts getting aggravated and yelling, you know, take, for example, if you have children, you're having a rough day, they come to you, mom, mom, I need this. And you're like, at the end of your rope, because life's been hard for whatever reason that day, you're trying to cook dinner and fold the washing. And now here comes your child wanting your attention. And you snap and you're like, I cannot do this right now. Leave me alone. I'm trying to cook dinner. Why do you always want to talk to me? When you can see I am busy, don't you know, haven't I told you this enough? Just let me have some, you know, moments for myself. When you're yelling at your child or snapping at your child, you're not doing that to be mean to them. You're not doing it because in that moment you hate your child and you wish they would go away. You're doing that because that's the only way in the moment you can express your frustration. And we forget that when we're dealing with our significant others, when we're dealing with our partners and we take it so personally if they're irritated, it must be something wrong with me. I mustn't have pleased them. If they snap at me, it must be because I haven't done something to bring them joy or I'm not being a good enough partner myself. Like, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit stories. And um, I'm more aware of that now. And I feel like perhaps that will make, for me, being, being better as a as a partner in a relationship now <clears throat> it's come to my attention through many conversations this week that women actually find and by women i mean women or people and identifying as women um have a hard time with their own softness with their own femininity and I find this interesting to me because it's I would say I'm quite in my feminine like I'm quite a nurturing gentle um mother earth kind of woman like that's how I would describe myself and I adore I love 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 creating spaces for people whether that's 
creating a home that my children feel loved and, and, and safe in, whether that's creating an environment for my partner to feel like when they walk through the door, they are, the worries of the day is gone. Whether that's taking on a new animal in the household, you know, a new pet, making sure they've got all the toys or the right environment that's nice and enriched for, you know, that particular animal. I love doing that. I'm a very, very nurturing kind of gal. And um, it's interesting to me to hear a lot of women say they feel disconnected to their feminine self. And I think that comes back to that, that armour we're told we need to get on with life, to be busy, to be doing, to be the go-getters, um, to get ahead in our business, to get ahead in life. We need to, you know, be more in our masculine. And that is true. We do need both sides, our feminine and our masculine. Um, so I believe the way we bring back that sort of femininity into our lives, that feminine energy, that softness, is to do ritual that promotes softness, to do self-love, self-care exercises. I believe that being um, very sensual with yourself, um, giving yourself that nurturing, that pampering, that the loving touch. If you don't have a partner, that's fine. Maybe for you, that means um, investing in a in a weekly or a monthly massage therapist, someone that's physically going to be touching you and and giving you um, a healing sort of touch that way. Maybe for some of you, it's making sure you have time to get in touch with your sexuality yourself. Um, a lot of us put that aside and feel like that's a shameful part of ourselves. And I'm guilty of doing that myself. Um, but it's not, you know, sexuality is an inherent part of being human. Um, and so perhaps for you, it's getting more in touch with that sensual, sexual side of yourself to bring forth that softness, that feminine energy. Maybe it is mothering yourself, as I've spoken before, on that idea of giving yourself the things that you need um, that perhaps you didn't receive as a child or perhaps you wish you had experienced but you didn't. Giving yourself permission to do those things for yourself. Giving yourself permission to treat yourself I mean, don't be like racking up credit card bills and spending money you don't have, but at the same time, don't be spending all of your money on your children, on your partner, on everybody else and putting yourself dead last all the time. It is important that you allow yourself um, the good things in life too, whether that's paying for an experience, you know, a dinner out, movies, maybe it's a nice new book, a new outfit, a new lipstick, maybe it's investing in yourself by um, booking a naturopath, seeing a coach, uh, going on a yoga course, like whatever lights you up, make sure that you give yourself that time. And I think it's also really important to do journaling. Like journal and see why, 
Why do I feel like I need to protect myself? Why is it that I feel more comfortable in my masculine energy rather than my feminine? I will give you an example. Um, I feel like... I, I have fear still around and I still need to heal this part of me because <clears throat> I know even now as I start to talk about it, I can feel my, my stomach start to clench. So I know there's work to be done there. So I feel like there will always be a part of my heart that is closed off, that will always, always, always be closed and guarded and will need to be protected like I feel like because in my relation my past relationship with my ex I gave so much of myself and I was so vulnerable like I let him know everything about me I was willing to change everything about me in order to make myself more palatable for him um that's not a good place to be I didn't realize it at the time um, I put it down to being in a relationship really young and not having that chance to experience myself on my own. Um, but And I think I've healed a lot of that by spending so, so much time on my own now. But there's still part of me that feels like I'll never give my heart fully to someone again. I will never trust someone that deeply with my heart, with my mind, with my body, with my secrets. Like I... I can feel it. There's this little wheel, walled off part of me that now feels like it's not safe um, to do that because I've, I did it in the past and the person I gave my all to, the person I trusted the most in the world, did, you know, betrayed me. They kept secrets from me. They... Uh, you know, they betrayed that trust. And in quite, you know, for quite a long period of time, I thought it was only three months. Turns out it was 16. <laughs> 16 months of secrets. Um, but you know what? If I allow myself to keep that part of me unhealed, if I allow myself to be closed off, say in my next relationship, I hold back a part of me, um, because I feel like it's not safe and I can't be giving my all because potentially I'll get hurt again. If I continue like that, then I am giving my power still to the very person that hurt me. I'm giving them power over me by allowing them to hold a piece of me that, and to hold me back from living my fully expressed life for being fully me and so I know a lot of my healing is to when I feel uncomfortable when I feel like closing up when I feel like it's unsafe to share when I feel like I shouldn't I need to hold myself back or be guarded with someone I now lean into that and I use that as an opportunity to keep my heart open to feel the discomfort and to open up more and I've started practicing it with my interactions with people I don't know, with friends, with family, like keeping that heart open and allowing myself to soften 
when I feel that resistance, that tenseness come up. And so I believe that is how we, you know, that's a healing gift. And that's how we get back in touch with our, our softer side is when we feel that resistance come up. That's a signal. Oh, that's the part I need to heal. That's where the work is. That's where the gold is. I need to start digging there. So my invitation to you this week is to look at ways to incorporate more and honour more of your feminine self in your life. Um, That doesn't mean you have to put on pink and flounce around being all (laughs) girly-girly. Whatever femininity looks like to you, whatever being in your feminine, that's strength, that's that's fire, that's nurturing, that's beauty, that's, there's so, growth, creativity, there are so many aspects to the feminine, so I'm just inviting you to lean into that, and see how you can bring more feminine energy into your life, if you feel like it's lacking, maybe if you feel like you're too much in your feminine, you need to look at the more masculine energy to balance it out, Um, And to also look at your pain points and to realize when those tense moments come up, when you feel yourself wanting to clench and close and shut down, to just baby step that, you know, through that and soften and open and allow the light and the love to shine into those cracks. Because if you allow it, you'll get cracked open will soften and that hurt will slowly dissolve and it will become less of a pain point for you. Thank you as always for listening. If you want to chat more, please feel free to DM me on my Insta, which is at magic and medicine with a little underscore at the end. Enjoy your day.